Welcome to To Put It Playfully, the podcast that explores all things kink, sex and lingerie. I'm your host Becky, enthusiast of all things playful and sensual. Each week we bring you a new guest to join a conversation and share their unique perspective. So join us as we delve into the fascinating and thrilling world of play, pleasure and everything in between. Hi, um, welcome to To Put It Playfully. I'm your host, Becky. And today we're with the lovely July. Um, July is head coach and founder of Train With Sculpt, who offer an inclusive approach to strength and fitness training in Nottingham. Um, so we're going to cover how weight training can improve your sex life. And so if you've made a commitment to go to the gym more often this year, then here's your motivation. Um, so July, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about what made you get into um, weight training in the first place. Oh, that's a big question. There's quite, <laughs> quite a few things. But I guess the very, very first thing was kind of to give myself some structure because I was working freelance and to support my mental well-being really yeah I think a lot of people can relate to that I was a bit of a workaholic so it basically gave me a time to kind of finish work and go and actually like invest time in myself and that's how I kind of got hooked and then since then it's been more about a kind of health investment Mm -hmm. um, because of some various health issues in my family and and um yeah personally so yeah it's been more to do with that since that's so like That's a really nice way of like introducing it because I feel like for a lot of people you would ask them a similar question and they'd say something to do with like how they look or aesthetics and stuff like that so I do think that's such an important thing about like your fitness and well-being is like it's all connected to your mental health so Mm. that's kind of really like why people should be going to the gym primarily is to help that side of things um so on to how um what we were talking about is how can weight training improve your sex life basically Mm -hmm. yeah so I mean there's a number of things I guess from a kind of like physiological point of view it basically helps to improve your hormone balance so females have testosterone too and it is actually a you know one of the most important sex hormones that we have for libido um and also estrogen changes as well throughout our lifetime so that's what drops when we go perimenopausal so weight training really supports a kind of hormone balance um and from a physiological point of view that can literally like increase your libido from just having better hormone balance oh that's really interesting so basically weight training increases testosterone am I understanding that correctly yeah a little bit yeah and I don't want to kind of I think a lot of people are kind of scared of testosterone Mm -hmm. a lot and I don't realize we actually need some testosterone in our system I guess because it's really like people often think of like big burly men don't they when yeah but actually it's like it's the hormone that does give us like the baba boom like during our menstrual cycle like when we're ovulating and when we're feeling really you know sexy and powerful and strong Mm -hmm. as well during that time you know that that's from a little bit of a little boost of testosterone so we do need that too and estrogen which is anabolic which means it helps build muscle tissue when that drops so in the second part of our cycle so post ovulation before our kind of pms and then before our bleed and also during perimenopause that means it's a little bit harder to to build muscle and we don't have as much strength during that time as well Okay, so, so manage that. 
Do you, um, would you tailor a workout depending on where you are in your cycle or would you just say, just do the same thing pretty much? I do, yeah. So I'll, I'll often speak, my clients that are on natural cycles, I'll often ask them, you know, where are we at? Mm-hmm. I don't kind of like necessarily write the program specifically, but we will talk about whether it's the right time to increase the weight or the rest, yeah. or whether actually this week we just focus on really good technique and getting the same as what we did the week before. Because it definitely benefits you. If you manage that, it benefits you in the long run. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of push through on those on those days. Yeah. Because I definitely find, like, for me personally, I'm so much weaker when I'm due on compared mm-hmm. to, like, other times in my cycle. So and I'm like, okay, you can't, you might not be able to, like, increase your weight this week. And that's why. So it's always good to, like, be, it's, like, acknowledge that your body is, changing at that time and it has different factors that are going to impact your weight training yeah 100 percent. and I think the more you understand about it the more kind of um you can trust in your body mm-hmm. you know that, that what's happening is making sense I think. yeah because I think if you don't understand that you know you could easily be like oh you know I've not done as well today mm-hmm. not have the understanding of sort of why and yeah. I think it's really about like harnessing it and using it as a you know as our superpower rather than as like a hindrance yeah I love that it is a superpower (laughs) um like not one that everyone would want but (laughs) but yeah once you understand it and you know how to work with it and not against it then that's really cool um so like um back to kind of like sexual health and sexual wellness like is there any like particular muscle groups that you would um advise like working out if you wanted to improve that side of your life so there aren't really there aren't really any kind of specific exercises I would say obviously doing pelvic floor work particularly Mm -hmm. obviously if you're pre and postnatal um or if you've not had any any engagement in that in that region before then getting some guidance on some initial pelvic floor um work is really beneficial because we actually use our pelvic floor in every single exercise that we do so it's part of our bracing and our our breath when we're weight training and of course your pelvic floor is a bunch of muscles right Mm -hmm. and they're contractile muscles too so you'll find that you know women are actually have like far better control over that pelvic floor right so obviously being able to control your contractions transfers really well to being yeah. there, right and um and being able to like engage in your orgasm control as well mm-hmm. um and in your own stimulation but I wouldn't say there's any kind of like specific movement other than just initially learning how to actually engage a pelvic floor and then and then being conscious of that in kind of like all of your all of your training yeah I feel like when people talk about like your pelvic floor my initial thought is always like kegels but it's not just kegels is it it's like your whole core if that's if I understand that correctly yeah yeah Yeah. so it's yeah it's kind of it's all connected and Mm -hmm. sometimes depending on our relationship with our sexual well-being our sexual experience um whether or not we've had children whether or not we've had healthy menstrual cycles our relationship with that region can be quite complex sometimes Mm -hmm. as well and a lot of women end up kind of like 
disassociating from it a little bit so yeah I think that's quite key to work on for sure and there's various ways you know that people can connect with that region like before they kind of like get into the gym as well okay like for example I guess there's certain types of yoga mm-hmm. um, that focused on that chakra, which can yeah. be very beneficial. Like short breath work and meditations mm-hmm. can be really good, especially paired with pelvic floor contractions as well. Okay. Um, so you're just kind of like connecting your mind and body mm-hmm. a little bit more, and those things can transfer really well to being in being in the gym and, and doing your weight training. Yeah. And aside from the, like, physical aspects, how um, does weight training improve, like, maybe your sexual confidence? I think for me, in my experience of all of the women that I've worked with, I just see that it it really helps them kind of regain trust Mm -hmm. in their body. And again, this is so individual, but a lot of a lot of people have, have lost a little bit of trust in their body and that could be a variety of reasons. That could be a difficult childbirth or potentially losing a child or, again, having really painful periods or something where they feel that their body's not doing what it should or looking how it should or whatever. There's Yeah, so I, I really find that when I encourage women to focus more on kind of performance goals, so mm-hmm. getting stronger and achieving certain movements or weights in things, they just they really start to regain trust in their body and it helps them see what they're capable of and I think for people that are kind of going into perimenopause and they may be getting some anxiety or maybe they've got yeah as I say some kind of trauma um with that that's kind of manifests itself in their body it can really help them feel like safe and confident in their body again and that obviously you know transfers really well to then being kind of confident exploring your sexuality with someone else as well and you know and yourself as well solo yeah I definitely think like in general making that time for yourself as well to actually go to the gym or investing in the personal trainer um I think that really helps with your confidence as well because I think so many women are just really used to like putting themselves second all the time and it's like okay this is thing is just for you and for you only so almost I think that translates as well and that gives you confidence to be like oh I actually really matter and mm. this is something that I'm doing for myself like I definitely find found it with me personally when I started going to the gym and like taking it more seriously it was not like even before like any of the physical changes I was like I felt so much more confident about myself because I was like fuck yeah like I'm actually doing something really cool and like getting so strong so that just like mentally obviously felt so much more confident in my personal life as well mm-hmm. like yeah I think it's so important and a lot of I feel like a lot of the focus when people think about going to the gym does like come down to like how they feel about their bodies but really it's actually like a mental thing mm, mm. well our, our perception of our self-image is is so strong you know mm. the brain is like such a strong muscle and I think I think when you start to like reshape that again when you start to think about what it can do rather than just what it looks like yeah. as well another sense of yeah value like in in your body yeah absolutely yeah. and then you yeah, can actually it's like a measurable thing as well because if you're saying oh go this is what I'm doing for myself however many times a week and then I'm seeing this progress like oh I can lift more weights I can like run on the treadmill and not get out of breath like 
yeah, you can actually like measure it as well, rather than when you look at yourself, you only ever see, or like some people would only ever see their flaws and negative things or like, oh, this hasn't changed in the way that I would like it to. Mm. This is like, oh, you can only progress and get better if you're mm, consistent yeah. yeah 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 for sure amazing um so how can this kind of feeds into a similar um thing but how can weight training um impact your like sexual desire and libido yeah I guess obviously what I mentioned earlier about your hormone mm-hmm. balance that can really that can really help the kind of yeah feeling more confident kind of in yourself um, really helps as well and then I guess on just like quite a kind of practical <laughs> practical level level you know having stronger pelvic floor muscles as I say can mm-hmm. be really great for orgasm control so people that are fortunate enough to be able to reach multiples or you know people that can squirt things like that like yeah. all of those things um, I think become I don't want to say easier but more accessible to some degree okay. I've never heard of that before do you think that's like I don't know have you I don't suppose you've had these conversations with your clients before <laughs> it's a bit personal but do you I don't know I don't know um I kind of always thought like you either can do it or you can't I never really like connected that it might be something to do with your pelvic floor or your core muscles or anything like that. Oh yeah, massively. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's not, it's not just that. It's definitely the, the conversation with the mind as well. Yeah. You know, mind is so powerful in that, in that space. And that's why breath work and meditation can really help because if you can kind of, if you can really dial into your body, it's mm-hmm. like tantric stuff, isn't it? Yeah. And, and things like that. If you can really dial in, and listen to your body and breathe through things you've got yeah way more may, more chance of making all of these types of things happen so you could like essentially train your body to like start to have multiple orgasms if that's like your goal potentially yeah, <laughs> that'd be quite a good pro- <laughs> program wouldn't it <laughs> I think we're on to something you know <laughs> but yeah like I think people would do that maybe like you could definitely get pe- more people in the gym if, like you said, <laughs> like if you do this and like you won't just have one more orgasm, you'll have multiple. Like, yeah. I think that yeah. would motivate people more. <laughs> and then, and then obviously, your pelvic floor is part of this, but you know, stronger core muscles, stronger legs, stronger glutes, all of those things is going to mean that like certain positions, you're yeah, just absolutely, more comfortable for longer. Um, you know, you're going to be able to focus on the pleasure and not kind yeah. of like stuff up or bracing. Not the like <laughs> negative pain and like yeah. muscle aches and cramps and all the other yeah. like yeah, all stuff of that. that happens if you don't like warm up a bit before. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. all of that exactly. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like. Yeah, I think it's so important. Um, and yeah, it's like really important that people actually talk about it as well. <laughs> like things like that because like I think especially like even with just orgasms on their own like so many people just think oh I can't get there like I just can't and it's like okay but why and um like it's it could be just like down to communication with your partner or something like that or you're just not knowing your body but Mm. yeah it could also help like dialing into these other aspects of your I mean being able to like contract and relax your pelvic floor muscles Mm -hmm. um, literally increases blood flow to the area and that's what helps promote an orgasm yeah Um, 
also increases like lubrication as well okay. so for people that maybe have experienced some pain during penetrative sex for instance like that can be really beneficial and again also women like during perimenopause that can really support that time too so yeah yeah and I think as well because a lot of it is is to do with controlling your breath and thing like that things like that I remember I, I like I've read something or I watched something I can't remember what it was like how like during sex we've kind of learned like breathing through porn so mm-hmm. like we almost do that like <gasps> that really heavy thing but it's actually not like it's actually not conducive to achieving an orgasm or relaxing and like we need to be like more mindful of the way that we're breathing and I think like stuff like weight training can actually really help that you're like being more mindful of like mm-hmm. when you're breathing and you're not just doing that like panting thing that like we learn from like heterosexual like classic porn mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah yeah um so you mentioned a little bit about like perimenopause how about like if women are going through the menopause or like premenopause, how can weight training help with that and like sort of regulating like your hormones or hot flushes, things like that? Yeah, so in terms of like man in terms of like managing symptoms, doing resistance training and weight bearing exercises like the best thing to do in terms of it helps maintain your bone density. Um, maintain your muscle mass both are things these things are affected by the drop in estrogen which is what's happening during the perimenopause Mm -hmm. and yeah so both of those things uh, are are greatly improved by doing kind of strength training particularly I think it doesn't kind of completely get rid of symptoms such as anxiety and things like that but I, I think investing that time and feeling more confident in what your body can do and not feeling like you know, it's completely failing you or it's out of control mm-hmm. or something can really, can really help. And really, you only need kind of like two really well programmed, like full body sessions a week, like okay. 30 to 50 minutes, two sessions a week to kind of get those benefits. So I think as well, a lot of people feel like, oh, weight training, you know, you need to go five days a week, like all these yeah. bodybuilders, but you get really good, like long term health benefits from two days a week. Um, So lots of my clients only train twice. Obviously, if you're going for more of a kind of like athletic, like physique type um, training, then you do need to train a little bit more frequently than that. But in terms of just long term health and overall strength and and all of that, two two a week is is great. Yeah, that's really good to know, actually. So, yeah, I do agree with you. I think that people think that it is a really big commitment. But yeah, when you just say like, oh, it's if like half an hour to an hour every few days, it's really like, it's not that much in the grand scheme of things. Mm, um, mm. And that's like, that's like maybe an hour a week that you didn't previously have to yourself as well. Mm. So it's like, okay, you can just go switch off, like put your headphones in, just like get some training. Yeah. It's a big difference. And I think, um, you know, having that time, even just counting reps, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes we don't even quiet our brain that for that length of time throughout the whole day. Yeah. So obviously training isn't meditation as such, but I do find it really meditative. Mm-hmm. And I really encourage my clients to to try and read to really dial in and focus while they're 
while they're training because you know you're doing your technique and counting your reps and doing your breath there's lots going on yeah and I really encourage people to as a time to make that mind body connection try not to chat to them too much and things like that so that they can really like focus because that's their time yeah definitely and I guess like also from like kind of wanting to see your progress kind of point of view then it's easy to get distracted as well like but with your form and stuff if you're doing something else as well so I think that's like quite an important thing to um mention yeah um is there any like considerations in terms of like um sort of safety or things you wouldn't advise someone who is postmenopause um to do I think really it's just about starting slowly mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people that haven't ever followed like a proper program or whatever are probably used to kind of going and every time they go it's something completely different you know because yeah. they're used to fitness club boot camps or whatever and I think the difference with like proper weight training is that actually like you should be going and repeating the same kind of plan um, and you need to to repeat it enough to allow the body to make adaptations and then that's when you progress it and that's kind of how we get progressive overload which is how we see you know progress overall Mm -hmm. so I think the main thing would be to yeah start kind of quite steady and get a plan whether you can get something online or if you can get a coach to write something for you and just do it for like at least four to six weeks Mm -hmm. unless there's anything in there that's obviously causing any discomfort or anything like that if the program is is comfortable suitable you know repeat it for at least four to six weeks before you change it yeah it is a stressor on the body training great for you but it is a stressor um, an external stress so yeah again starting slow and also thinking about your recovery as well so yeah. the times that you're not in the gym like are you getting protein throughout the day mm-hmm. are you getting enough sleep sort of six to nine hours are you getting enough water and then like hot and cold therapies really good for inflammation what and co- then kind of gentle does, stuff sorry um what's hot and cold therapy is that like what would the word be like is that like in water like a hot like a cold bath or like a like a patch type thing so it's kind of like saunas so steam room and saunas really good and they can be really they're really good for circulation too so and then cold showers as well which you don't have completely cold shower you could (laughs) have a warm shower and then just for the last sort of like minute or so turn it cold yeah Um, that's really good for recovery both Mm. those things um and then just more gentle things like walking or gentle yoga at home like lower impact things as well yeah um, good for your kind of like recovery days Mm. and um finally would you say as well with the it's kind of circling back to everything we've spoken about but so with say your postmenopause and you're going to weight training is that going to help improve your sex life as well and libido because of the hormone balance or so when you're postmenopause so when you've gone into menopause when you've had a full 12 months without a bleed or mm-hmm. a cycle basically so when you're at that point then generally your hormones kind of settle again because you've kind of like gone back into another phase perimenopause perimenopause can last anything from like three months up to like 10 years right yeah 
it can actually be one of the longest phases of our cycle okay. um, and it really does depend on the individual so then when when you're in when you're menopausal so like all of that's kind of over mm-hmm. really what you're looking at is yeah maintaining as much muscle and as much bone density as you can and you should find that then you don't have any of the kind of previous symptoms so it's a little bit easier right. to manage. so you kind of like basically everything balances out again hopefully as long as you've managed it okay during that time yeah 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 so obviously you'll have much lower estrogen than you did when you're mm-hmm. ovulating because uh, you're not getting those cycles yeah for your ovulation. but there's not the kind of this like whole thing going on like yeah. there isn't it's not up and down yeah 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 okay amazing thank you so much it was so lovely to chat to you and yeah, you learn all me. about this stuff um yeah and do you have anything to plug I guess the best way to kind of see what I do is my Instagram which mm-hmm. is at train with sculpt and yeah mostly I work with people in person which is obviously in Nottingham but I do train people remotely as well and yeah I really like using my community on Instagram and chatting to people so I've just done a talk online a couple of weeks ago on perimenopause and okay. I've just like really loved women reaching out to me and just getting a bit of support even if it's you know, not in the Nottingham area. Mm. I'm really happy to help if I can, or at least signpost them in the right direction. Because I just, yeah, just really want to get more and more women in the weights room. And yes. I feel like maybe after this, everyone will be contacting me for like. I hope so. Programs. Yeah, <laughs> they should. They're starting a new <laughs> fitness program. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love that so much. And I'll put all the links and stuff in the podcast notes so everyone can get to you really easily after the episode. Okay. Thank you for listening to To Put It Playfully. If you want to follow us on social media, find us at Playful Promises. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button to learn about our new podcast episodes. See you then.